cannot buy Send me a love that you cannot mix One is the joy that you cannot waste And the other one price that you cannot fix This is the peace that you cannot buy Finding a way where you cannot see Man with this system, you cannot pray I need to find relief Hey family, welcome back to another episode of Peace of Mind Where we value our health, our body, and our time And we have a phenomenal guest Guest speaker, amazing person, soulful individual here, Kristen Dunning. Talk to me. Um, introduce yourself. What's on your mind? How are you feeling? Hi. Um, I'm feeling pretty great today. Okay. Um, my name is Kristen Dunning. I am the founder of Gently Soap, yes. but I am also a newly training marathon runner yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and an MBA candidate at the University of Georgia. Okay, I love that. And yeah. um, I guess my first question to you, I know we talked about it a little bit off camera, but just tell the people a little bit about your uh, marathon training and your running <laughs> and like how that's going before we get into the Gently Soap and stuff. Yeah, so... I guess like to start like this past year I've just been focused on entrepreneurship as a whole okay um, so I haven't had much balance as far as like okay. hobbies social life all of it yeah so my goal for 2024 is like literally just balance okay and I love that. running is like the only time where I'm not thinking about how many orders I need to do yeah. inventory yeah. financial management like pitching to target yeah. all those types of things so it's been like the best for the last two weeks uh, like distraction yeah. from all the other stuff that I always throw myself into. So yeah. I'm excited. I have a goal of doing 13 races Ooh. before 20, the end of 2024 okay. and then half marathon in February 2025. And tell them where the half marathon for 2025. Walt Disney World. Yeah, she said she's supposed to be going to Walt Disney. Yes. Yeah. So it's like their run Disney program. So you get to run through all the parks. And that's I'm like, so cool. Yeah, like that's the only reason why I'm motivated to do it, honestly, because yeah. I'm like, I like Disney and like the characters and stuff. Uh-huh. So that's it. Yeah, I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. You're kind of like motivated me and like yes. getting me inspired to maybe do it for 2025 because I haven't done a half marathon before either, but I know that I want to do one. So like 2025 and like that sounds like a really cool one to do. Yes, and it's like such a community. I think okay. also like I have a lot of friends. Like my profite Curie, she oh, okay. yeah, she's yeah, yeah. running and she kind of like inspired is. me to do it. Okay. So it's like I get to be closer to all like these great people in my life yeah. through this like activity too, which is really cool. The hobby that you're doing, get everything like that. <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. And you really enjoyed the first one that you did. You did it with yes. some friends, right? Yeah, I did it with well like family friends. Okay. Family so. Friends. Um, I did that one. My next one's January 1st. Okay. So, like, in saying. a couple days. Good luck. Yeah, thank Congratulations. you. Congratulations. Thank you so much. Okay, cool. Um, going off of that, I guess my first question, even before Gently Soap, is kind of like, what sparked entrepreneurship, to be honest? Kind of like, in your head, in your mind, in your heart, in your soul, like, what's the, what's the ideology behind that? Yeah, uh... I think that's like really cool that you asked that because I always say that I became an entrepreneur by accident. Okay. My true passion is medicinal plants. I'm okay. really into agricultural science and plant science as a whole. Um, and that comes from my grandparents. They had an 84 acre farm down in wow. Dixon Mills, Alabama. Yeah. And I was kind of like raised um, in the summer times and like school breaks and stuff like that, going down there and seeing like their way of life. And it was from that that I created my own passion of like just really loving how you can use plants to like better your daily wellness and your like day-to-day life. Um, wow. So I th- always say that no matter what, I would be dealing with some type of like botanical science career. Yeah. It just so happened that 
this one stuck and yeah. started taking off. So yeah. now I'm like, I guess I'm an entrepreneur now. Right. But it definitely wasn't, uh, I wasn't going to like wake up and like, I'm going to start a business. Yeah. And I feel like even when I graduated from UGA, a lot of people were asking me what I was going to do. And I was like, well, I have to be realistic. Yeah. I never said that like, oh, I'm going to take this like full time. I was like very scared, honestly. Yeah. Like I didn't really wow. see it as an opportunity until um, like UGA entrepreneurship started believing yeah. in me and putting their money behind me. And they're like, pitch, pitch, pitch. And I was like, kept winning things. And I was like, maybe I'm good at this. Right. Maybe there's something here. Yeah. But I still like did not believe it until literally this year. Wow. It was like when I really like took off on it. So. Yeah. No. Okay, that's honestly great. And then I guess like a couple of questions that even like came out of that. Like my first question is like, what are medicinal plants? Because yeah. I don't even know myself to be honest. Like, yeah. yeah. So um, yeah, it's my Roman Empire. Um, <laughs> medicinal plants are plants that have medicinal qualities that can literally. I truly believe that God put everything on us on this earth to heal whatever things we may be dealing with in our day to day lives. Okay. Um, okay. So. If you're dealing with something, I promise you there's a plant for that. Wow. And that's what I was obsessed with. So when I came to UGA, I was in like this research, honors research dorm called like Our House. It had just like launched in 2018. Okay. And the premises of the dorm was you have to, in order to like live in 1516 and get the scholarship, you had to start a research project. And okay. the only thing that I knew I wanted to do was study medicinal plants right. and if you would ask like 18 year old me i said i wanted to go like work for burt's bees or like procter uh, and gamble and do yeah. their product formulation mm. so i was in greenhouses for years like three to four years um and wow. growing medicinal plants yeah. uh, at u garden and learning about them working with like their herb and medicinal plant program and making teas and lip bonds and all these kinds of things and also like finding my own way and like learning how to make soap on my own and like creating these like really unique formulations yeah. and I was pitching at like research symposiums yeah. for like the work I was doing um I kind of forgot the question a little bit but no, yeah, you're good. the question was kind of like how do you get into like medicinal plants and like what are those and kind of like yeah. your journey on that so that's exactly yeah so yeah I think probably around my senior year I had completed a lot of research, a lot of greenhouse work, and it was right when COVID was starting to happen. So UGA was like closing down campus, and basically we were told that we had to like compost or burn all of the plants that we had in these greenhouses, really? or we had to like figure out a way to take them home. Mm. Um, and when you put like years of work into something, I was like, I'm not burning just, it yeah. so I ended up like taking a whole bunch of like dried uh, flowers and stuff like to my parents house and it sat in very large bags in their garage for a long time yeah. but it was like September of 2020 and I was like I need to do something with this so yeah. I looked up DIY skincare and soap was actually the first thing that came up wow. so I was like watching YouTube videos and relearning how to make soap because I did make soap for like part of a project because I wanted to do something in like 2018 yeah but I like retaught myself how to do it in quarantine and yeah. then launched the business a month after and then it kind of took off from there yeah you launched a business a month after being in quarantine or kind of like once quarantine kind of like a month after was... like making soap so I launched the business okay. in like pre-launch October 2020 okay and then officially launched under the name gently soap in February 2021 okay okay 
Okay, because you were doing the soap in 2020 and then officially a magenta soap in 2021. Exactly, yeah. Oh, okay, cool. And then, like, how long is the timeline of, right, of, like, <laughs> I guess, like, not even just gentle soap, but kind of like this, like, the plants and, like, it building up to, like, going into, like, now you're up to date. Oh, how long is timeline? So, yeah. definitely, like, ideology started in 2018 as okay. far as just, like, looking at medicinal plants and how yes. they can um, aid in the treatment of eczema right. or um, other really dry, itchy skin conditions. Yeah. So, that was the premise of my first project okay. is looking at anti-inflammatory um, botanical alternatives for eczema treatment. Um, I am an eczema warrior. I've had eczema my entire life. Okay. It's been this lifetime companion that has for better and for worse times. Mm. Um, but one of the things that I really like knew that I was super into because commercial bath products never worked for me and natural bath products also weren't working for me. Mm. So I was like, how can I make natural bath products better? Because like in my head I was like natural should be better like right. we're on this like movement towards greener yeah. like more sustainable and all these types of things mm-hmm. but I was like why does yeah. yeah why do these things still burn my skin mm. and I like ended up finding out that like essential oils were kind of like this like really bad thing that we shouldn't be putting on our bodies into like the certain degrees that we are so like all these mm. products that like bath stores like Lush or Bath and Body Works like mm. synthetic is really bad most people know that synthetic yeah. fragrances Um, But essential oils need to be, like, entirely, like, diluted in order to be using them. And a lot of times when you're buying things from people who are doing DIY or um, things, you know, like the TikTok makers is what I call them. Like, they don't honestly know that because they're not regulated. It's not necessarily their fault, but, like, there's no... The research is not there. Exactly. The research is not there, and there's no, like, government entity watching over these things, regulating these things. So... A lot of times, like, we don't actually see that. And it's, like, even the directions on the bottle don't even tell you how to use that. You're supposed to look at, like, the safety and use papers that come. And it's, like... That's so long. Yeah, so long, fine print. And no one's looking at that. So, um, I was, like, I feel like we should still be able to use botanicals in a safe way. Where we can utilize their, like, great properties. But not use something that's very complex and very like harsh on the skin right so herbal infusions kind of became my thing and i developed my own so gently soap is a line of bath products that utilizes herbal infusions for daily anti-inflammatory care um so we don't use essential oils no synthetic fragrances um so it's absence of a lot of things that cause me problems but presence of still this like joyful botanical experience yeah i love that and i can kind of see like how the pain point started yeah. with you and mm-hmm. you were identifying because like honestly like from my perspective you yourself are a customer you yourself are a yeah. consumer of certain things which is kind of like it seemed like the passion kind of like electrified from yes i always say that i embody the needs of like my early adopter yeah so when i was doing like uga like accelerator programs the very first thing that I was saying, it was like, I need to create the product that I was looking for as a 16-year-old. Yes. So. And that works and that delivers, like, a positive impact. Yeah. Which is what sounds like you did. Yes. Because I always believe, too, just, like, anything in life, but also, like, when one person is going through an experience, they're not the only person going through it. Not at all. Regardless if you, like, see them or not. So, I see, like, how you basically 
acknowledged or found the community of people who were going through like similar experiences or were looking for that desire or want in a product as well so yes and that we're just like completely tired of the stuff that was already out there like it's boring it's chemical and it doesn't work so i'm like why am i roped into this little box and there's like aisles and aisles of people like products for people with quote-unquote like normal skin yeah and i like have like this one little white bar soap that i have to use yeah. from a dermatologist for the rest of my life right that, that is... just says number one product and yeah. i'm supposed to just and i'm just supposed to go with that yeah, yeah, you're right like, yeah, exactly. i'm conditioned to be exactly. like just like settle for that and yeah. i was like no we, right. we gotta get rid of that which in my opinion embodies the true spirit of like entrepreneurship yeah. and that independent mindset too so i feel like you were always an entrepreneur just might not be in the most like common way that people typically like go down their routes and paths do so exactly i yeah. love that yeah, yeah and i even like i thought just came to my mind of like the photo shoots that you did back uh i think it was like a year and a half yeah with josh yes yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah you look up there oh I yeah did, remember, you, i know right you like snuck in memory of the end. Yeah. yeah i did no for sure so yeah. that was pretty cool wow yeah. I love yeah, that. it started a long time ago, so. Okay, cool. You've kind of been here, like, since the beginning, in a way. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> yeah. You've been supporting the journey, man. <laughs> um, I guess my next question to you, even before I get to this question, is kind of like, either, like, what is something that you want to share about the entrepreneurship journey or gentle or gently soap journey mm-hmm. that people might not typically ask or you might not typically like get the chance to express something that's kind of like either like uncommon or something that's not necessarily brought up but you think is important to know whatever yeah. that comes to heart or mind recently like in the stage of business i am like okay. that i'm in a lot of things that are like validated for like a growing business are like employees um how many people you have on like payroll and everything and like I feel like even in like grant applications now at the stage I'm in, they're like asking that. Like that's a prerequisite for like wow. you have to have like five to fifteen employees to apply to the grant. Yeah. Um, and I think what I'm realizing is that like being lean with your cash and being nimble like with your spending and how you choose to like orchestrate and like operate your business is actually a lot better. Like utilizing my community has been the best thing especially in these last couple like this blow up period that we're in yeah um so like utilizing my parents utilizing my parents friends yeah um and like also family members and also i didn't know how many people were willing to support me until i put out like a cry on like instagram and i'm like i have over twenty thousand bar soaps that need to be boxed and the amount of people that i had like barely talked to at uga or like in life in general that like showed up, came and helped right, wow. and was honestly mind blowing. I think mm. I have rediscovered some friendships through that. That's good. Um, but also just felt so supported within my community and like just the people that I have somewhat touched by being like a role model in a way, which yeah. even feels weird saying, but they um, yeah, they, yeah, they they truly like people truly want to support you. Yeah. So using that to your quote unquote like advantage before spending thousands of dollars or like so much money or like literally like forty over forty percent of your budget for the year, um, and like hiring full time employees is actually so much better because I feel not only like a lot of weight lifted off of me in like a sense of trying to grow in the smartest way possible but also just like so much love 
from everyone that I've encountered in the past couple months. Wow. No, so, that's yeah. really good. That's really great, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah, UGA showed up. They yeah. was coming out. And I was like, oh, my God. And I was like, I don't even know if I've talked to her since, like, freshman year. Right. But like, she wants to come. <laughs> yeah, I was like, she wants to come. And then, like, yeah. while they're here, like, I was able to, like, talk to people. I was like, oh, what are you doing now? Oh, okay. And, like, and that's kind of like, like the and it's like, Yeah. And then I would, like, get some food. Into, and we yeah. would be eating over lunch. And I was just like, wow, I have, like. So many more people that I can keep in touch with now that yeah. I know like so much about. So wow. that was like so cool. No, I love the community, honestly, that you're kind of like instilling. Yeah. Just like I was vibrating in so like many different areas, not even just the product of like gently soap, but just like how you said, like the friendships and conversations of things and yes. like reaching out to people. Yeah, like this place was like full and it was like so like full of life and it was like yeah. sorority sisters showing up, like friends showing up. Yeah. And it was just like everything. So yeah. it was. No, it I love really that. Nice. That's yeah. really cool. Did yeah. you like document like some of that stuff, like photos of these? Or was it kind of like a Live in the moment. Live in the moment. I that is, that. I might like the lady who does my TikTok. Yeah. My lady, girl, she's younger, but uh, <laughs> but like she, that's like my biggest like pain point. I'm yeah. always like so like in the moment that I forget to oh, film yeah, stuff, and she's like, stuff. "What do you have for me?" And I'm like, yeah. "Nothing." Right. Like, ah, <laughs> I'm like, Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah no, for sure. So no. I need to get better at like taking day in the life, just like content, because yeah. I have tons of content. I guess like of order packing and stuff, yeah. but. I just never film it. Okay, cool. No, yeah. I feel it. Yeah. I mean, you're probably so much better at that. I like taking like content. Yeah, like, like you're like the vlog person. You know? Um, it's actually funny that you say that. Really? Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, here and there for sure. But I think that like that's kind of like why I like podcasting because like at first when I was trying to do like the day in the lives, I really didn't like taking like snippets and like things and like stopping like what I was doing to do it. But I feel mm. like. For me, podcasting was such a more like intentional time of like just sitting down, having a conversation, reflecting on like what's going on, whoever. So like, yeah. Okay, cool. I would not guess that. So it's cool. Yeah, glad I got, <laughs> yeah. Glad I got a chance to tell you. Um, I guess one of my questions for you is: We answered what was the intended purpose and the impact of the product kind of like through our conversations and kind of like how that led to some of your pain points in that journey. Mm -hmm. Um, My next question is, do you have any thoughts on where you want Gently Soap to go? Like kind of like from now in the next 10 years, kind of like in that time frame. 10 years. Oh my gosh. Um, Like what do you foresee? What comes to mind? Yeah. I think like the important thing is like I didn't view Gently Soap as a national brand until like nine months ago okay i was very focused on like farmers markets regional Mm. distribution i was like maybe a whole foods right um like definitely like can i go to nashville and sell this can i go to like to athens farmers markets and sell this um and it wasn't until i put an application in for shark tank and i like made it through all the way on the first round which is literally unheard of wow um that and that was all gone Mm. that's not me um most of y'all yeah what do you mean? You said it was all No, God. that's God. No, for real. She said, that's God. God did it. God did it. No, for sure. No. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, I think in the last six months, especially working with Candice, who is uh-huh. my shark, yes. she's really trained me, and Kevin, honestly, who is a marketing advisor on the team, they uh-huh. really like trained me to think of this as like, oh, multi-million dollar brand. Oh, uh, let's pitch to Target. Yeah. Oh, let's get on shelves everywhere. Like, yeah. this could help millions of households across America. Could it be global? Maybe. Like, all those questions that I was like, I didn't even know how to conceptualize. Um, 
Because I feel like when you see stuff on shelves, you don't see the story of like how it got there. Yeah. And I was actually talking to mm. the founder of Design Essentials. I don't know if you know that brand, but it's like a hair care brand. Mm-hmm. Um, our our black woman probably know who I, like what it is. Yeah, but it's actually okay. founded by a black shout man. Out to Design Essentials. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah founded by a black man. But he was literally peddling the product for fifteen years from salon to salon to salon, like yeah. across Atlanta before they even hit a shelf, like anywhere. And Dang. now it's like in Target, it's in Ulta, it's like literally everywhere. Yeah. But when you pick that up. You don't see the fifteen years of work where that was going into that it. was going into it and like where he wasn't sold anywhere where he was literally wow. just showing up with like suitcases of like design essentials products and be like does anyone need my product in this salon wow so when I was talking to him I was like thank you so much for sharing that because yeah. um, and Pharrell said something about this too when we I was at like his Black Ambition dinner but like okay. you never really see the zero to one million yeah everyone always talks about the one million to the ten million. Yeah, and that's like what books are written about like all these things but I'm like I need help like guidance in the zero to one million Yeah, and it was very discouraging mm. because I was like even like my TikTok my for you page was like filled with like entrepreneurs and brand owners and everything but they were talking about like how I went from 300 target stores to 600 target stores and I'm like mm. how do I go from zero to 300 yeah so, that initial discovery phase, that initial exactly. process of like yeah. and off. Exactly. And there's not enough people talking about like okay. the work that goes into like even becoming that breakout brand. Like yeah. I think especially me, like when I see something in Target, I'm like, Oh, that's so great. They just hit the shelves. Yeah. But then you go to their website and I'm like I'm always now like looking at their about pages and be like, When were they founded? And yeah. it would be like two thousand seven. So I'm like, mm. they've been working for years yeah, and they're I just now hitting Target yeah, source. So yeah. I think okay. that's helping me to conceptualize how rapid my growth is because yeah. um, especially like sitting in the van on the way to film for Shark Tank, the other candidates that were like trying to be filmed that day, yeah. they were like, this is my seventh time. On this Shark is, Tank? No, like trying to be. Oh, trying to be Yeah, like, so they fly a whole bunch of people out and you don't know if you're getting filmed that day. So like this really? is the seventh time I've put in an application and like, I'm sitting here. I hope I get to make it this time. Wow. They're like, how many know. times? And I was like, this is my first time. Wow. I like made it all the way wow. through on my first time. And that's what you mean when you said nothing but God. Nothing but God. Yes, people have put in applications and get cut off. Like, yeah. And this is their seventh time and they're finally in the van. Yeah. And then I was sitting there like my first time and I was like, and they're like, how old are you? I'm like, 23. Yeah. And then they're like, I know, right? They were like shocked because I was like the youngest yeah. person there. I had, like, my first time, and it was literally, like, everything was aligning in a wow. way that, like, was literally unheard of. Right. So. Nothing but God. Nothing but God. That's the motto. Truly. Nothing but God. And I guess, like, talking on that and touching on that a little bit, like, can you just rewind and talk about your Shark Tank experience and, like, how that yeah. was when you kind of, like, from what your mindset was when you initially put in an application on kind of, like, what your intended purpose was to the journey throughout kind of like how that was how that felt nervous great positive just like yeah talk to me. I think a lot of it was rooted in I need to make something work or happen or I need to stop doing this business um I was like very much in like I had just come off of like Christmas and I had like a not so great conversation with my parents because okay. I had like uh graduated from UGA turned down a job at the USDA doing like agricultural research stuff um and 
it was I was like in the MBA program, but even that was a whole thing because I left another program to do the MBA program. Mm. So I was there was a lot of what they saw as like turbulence in my life, but yeah. what I was seeing as I'm realizing the only thing that I want to do is gently. Yeah. And it makes me emotional because it's I understand like where they were coming from now because it's like you turn down a job, you're switching programs, like what is going on? Yeah. And I, I was in Yeah, and I was like in the MBA program my first semester um trying to do well yeah. and also knowing that I would graduate at some point and I need to figure out like, am I trying to go for the job that all the other MBA students are going for? Like, yeah. they were, like, having interviews with UPS and Delta and yeah. Deloitte and the PWC and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And I was, like, I was, like, not attending the networking things because yeah. I was, like, maybe I need to do this. So mm. Shark Tank was kind of, I put an application in, like, February of this year. Yeah, wow, crazy. Um, and... Okay. It was kind of like one of those things where I was like, I need to just shoot for the stars. Because yeah. I, I, my biggest problem of becoming like a bigger brand or medium brand is what I consider myself now, okay. um, is brand awareness. I was like, okay. I need something that can let a lot of people know who Gently Soap is at once. Okay. So I was like, that's either going to be like a Good Morning America, an HSN, a shark tank or something like that oh, I see. and i was like i need to like yeah. try and do all those things yeah. so i submitted for shark tank and honestly that was the opportunity that i was most excited about because okay. i knew i also needed help yeah i was tired of doing like a one-woman show type thing of like yeah. making the soap boxing the soap shipping the orders out by myself you while still being in all. school all of it. Wow. Um, Kudos to you. Thank you. You're and, <laughs> she said, "Thank you." You were definitely. No, it thank was. You. It was so That's hard. That's real, though. Yeah, because it was real. like, and I was not good at all at balancing school and yeah. doing it because gently would always win as far as like priorities. Oh yeah, because of passion. Uh, yeah, stuff like exactly. That. Yeah. Um. So. It was literally my hail mary, and I was like, I need someone. Like, if a shark can believe in me. Right. Like a millionaire, billionaire can believe in me, then I might have something here. Okay. Um, I like that. And also, I was coming off of like all those UGA wins, and oh, yes. I was like, "How do you, like, this is great." Like, I was known in like the college entrepreneurship circuit at that point. Like, people knew about me, but I'm like, "How do I get to be known in like a national brand?" Yeah. Way to elevate to that level. Yeah. yeah. So, from doing that to deciding not to put in any job applications. I actually did put in a couple of job applications, but I didn't hear back from any of them, which really? has never happened for me. Yeah. So I was like, Dang. I was just like trying to convince my parents Even that. Still. Yeah. I was like, wow. I was like, I was trying to convince my parents. I was like, God is blocking the job applications <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> because he wants me right. to focus on this. Yeah. And um, I was like, I'm applying That's to funny. things. Like I was applying to like botanical gardens okay. and like, more research places, but I like literally hadn't heard back. And I was like, every yeah. single time I put an application, I've always got an interview. So wow. I was like, this is a block for some reason. Yeah. So I was like, yes, let me guys keep like no, let, yeah. let me keep you here. Yeah, and let me keep focusing on this. So yeah. then um put it in, in February. I was with Alyssa Nesmith. Shout out to Alyssa. Yeah. And we were at Taylor Swift's uh concert oh, wow. at Mercedes Benz. Yeah. And I got an email while like sitting on the floor waiting for Taylor Swift to come out. Like 
congratulations, you're moving on for wow. Shark Tank. And it was like, so April, so like Impeccable two months after that. Yeah. yeah, so I was like freaking out because right. I was like, oh my God, Taylor Swift. And then it was like, oh my God, Shark Tank. Right. So, Just and then, overjoyed. Yeah, and they were like, you, um, and like even like the thing, it was like, you are probably going to film in September. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. And then it was literally with Alyssa again and Audrey because we were at the Nashville show the week after where I got an email and they were like, actually, we have a guest shark coming um, in June to film and she's probably going to be, well, they didn't say, they didn't even say like a gender because they like try to keep it like, no. Yeah, and they were like, yeah. So it's like, that person is probably going to be interested in your business. So we're going to move you up from September filming to June filming. Yeah. And... Um, you're gonna go to LA June 13th yeah. and film. Did they pay for all of your expenses? To yes, okay, yeah, they, they flew me out there like to that. pay for my expenses, okay, like the hotel cool. and everything. And That's everything weird. was very much like secretive. <laughs> okay. Like we were in, like they would send vans to come pick you up. And even like saying that, like from my perspective, like yeah. probably makes so much sense, like from your perspective since you lived it. But when I hear like, they just sent bands. Yeah, they just sent bands to pick you up. Like you pick you up, and then they put you around in trailer. Like the only time I actually got to talk to other companies that were there was like in the van, okay. and we like made the most of it. Yeah. Um, okay. But like even so, like there were companies in the van that still haven't aired. Yeah. So I don't know if they, because I don't know if they got to um, film that day. Yeah. Or if oh, they didn't, yeah. because they. They fly out alternates too, so you don't mm. know you're being. So you can get flown out, think that you're gonna present. You have to be like star ready for yeah. them to say like, yeah, it's not going to happen today, today. Or, or it might not happen at all. You wow. don't know. And then there was also like a company who, Dang. one of the co-founders got sick like while we were there. Oh wow! So they were like, That's oh my god, yeah, yeah. They, like laryngitis, like you can't talk on the day of like That's the big filming. It was crazy. So, so but they, they still, they still, I think okay. they rescheduled them because they were on an episode a couple weeks ago. But, okay. Um, That's good. So I'm glad they still got their right. shot. Ooh, but like, ooh, yeah. it was so crazy. And then a lot of people were there, you know, with co-founders, and I was there by myself. So I was like mm. scared in that sense. And too. for your first time, yeah. Like, a lot of them said that this was their six, seven time. Yeah. So these people are like forty plus, and they were like asking questions, and they were like. So what's your business? And I was like, a soap company. Yeah. I was like really shy. Right. <laughs> so I was like not saying too much. And I was like also very scared of getting in trouble because they send you that huge document that's with like, all these rules. Like, you can't do like, this, you can't do this. Yeah. He was like, matter of fact, let me just. <laughs> yeah, I was like, a soap company. I don't think I even told anyone the name of my company. I was yeah. just like, I own a soap company. Yeah. To make sure that everything was in <laughs> yeah. the like, Okay, cool. Yeah. And, wow. then, and then it was like, uh, Candace and I closed yeah. the deal in like August. And then a couple weeks after that, they were like, you're going to be the first episode wow. of the season. That's amazing. So it was, it was fast. Yeah, yeah it the was timeline like, for everyone else was like seven years. And I was like, they were like, quick, within months, yeah. I knew I was going to be on TV. And, yeah. and that was like, I saw the episode when it changed. Yeah. And like, even in May, my parents are like, are you gonna get a job I was like I think we should wait to see what happens with Shark Tank yeah and then and then it was literally probably once we got the confirmation that the show was going to air and then they were projecting sales of like what I should experience from being on the show yeah that they were like okay you can do this as your full-time job Okay. Oh, your parents. Yeah. Okay, cool. They're like, that okay. was really good. Yeah. And that was about to be like my next question of transition. Kind of like, are your parents 
on board now. Oh, are they? for sure. She said, oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah that was kind of a year like, ago, probably not like, as much. Uh, They've always been super supportive of, okay. like, showing up to the farmer's markets and stuff like that. But yeah. they were definitely like, this is a great hobby. Right. Like, not necessarily, like, long-term, full-time yeah. type of thing. Yeah. And like, it wasn't until, like, I think, like, when the show, we go, we're like, this is going to be your air date. And then we were viewing places around Atlanta to find, which is now our Gently headquarters, um, that they were like, oh, this is cool. Like, yeah. we're finding buildings. Like, we're going to do this. And yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Shark Tank changed my life in a sense of, like, allowed me to actually follow my dreams. Okay. Yeah. In a real world way that a lot of parents, especially black parents, are like, yes. this is, what are you doing? Right. You like need we, a job. Right. We need like, to focus a on something stable consistent yeah health insurance yeah. <laughs> like, and i feel like the reason why that is too is because like at least my family but i know a lot of like minority families or a lot of black families like i feel like they focus more on stability oh, rather sure. than happiness and joy and it was like okay yeah, yeah if i can get happiness and joy that would be great but like we're focused on the consistent yeah. income coming i feel like that's our parents and like yeah their especially yeah, their generation exactly yes. like my because even like talking to my parents about like what my friends are doing like as they navigate like post-grad life trying to find they're like you just need a job like yeah. she just needs to get a job i get and a I'm job like, now she like wants to like find a job yeah. that she really likes so yeah, it's like definitely yeah. like that generation thing yeah. but yeah now they're like super supportive like my dad he'll be in here he's like the fulfillment team is working he'll be sending texts like when i'm out of town and stuff that's like that so nice. but oh, yeah like the fulfillment yeah team. I and then love my, that. Mom, my mom probably packs the majority of the orders yeah um that come in now so okay. that's really cool oh, that's really good so yeah everybody's um, yeah everybody's kind of like full into this thing and okay. my goal is to get them to retire so they can be here Every day, yeah, and doing this, so yeah, they don't have to but they're still kind of young, yeah, they're younger, but they don't, right. so, so, <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah, so okay, cool, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I really want to keep it like close knit as we continue to grow, yeah, like hire people that I know. Like, I, I hired my friend, my yeah. lifetime friend, like Jared, um, wow. he's about to be like the main order fulfillment person, especially yeah. as they like, go back to school in January, yeah, um, that's so cool, yeah, yeah. so. I think like it really helps with the personalization of everything, but also just I really like knowing every customer's name, even though there's so many of them now. But like, yeah. keep like really. I think if anything, the thing I love doing this most is about hearing everyone's skin stories of like mm. how much Shinley has helped them. Yeah. And I never want to get to a point where like we lose that personal touch. Yeah. So. Because um, I feel like that's one of your value propositions, yes, too. Yeah, exactly. Like, like customization, that personalization of just, like how you said, like, communicating with them about, like, their before and their after and stuff like yeah. that. And, like, how it's constantly helping them. Yes, and, like, actually being wow. able to respond to the emails. And for, honestly, the month after Shark Tank aired, it was, like, the biggest kind of source of anxiety for me was mm. emails because there were just so many of them. And yeah. people asking questions, like, how much does the bar soap weigh? Like, what does this smell like? Yeah. I just want. I mean, I for the next 
by 2025, I want to be on. I have a specific retailer in mind. I'll okay. try not to. No worries. Close yeah. off any yeah, doors. Yeah, yeah. No, for sure. But I want to be on national shelves okay. at a very large, like, retailer. Like, a retailer whose name that you're like, oh, oh my God. Like, wow. you know it. Yeah. yeah. No. And, like, I am just launched in my first beauty retailer, 13 Moon, which is amazing because okay. it's, like, my first time actually seeing my product on a shelf. Okay. So I'm excited to That's go with them as well. Yeah. Um, but I think as I roll out more products yeah. and as I, like, continue, because we've had the same four bar soaps. For like Emma, yeah. um, I did. I used to do like other skincare stuff, but I've like phased those out to like focus on this. Yeah. Um, but as I do that, like national brand, it's kind of like the focus, the ideology, yeah. and hopes. Like, uh, like I want to drive down the street and right. be able to get my product somewhere. I love that. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I want to say sending blessings, sending prayers, and all of that that it happened like when it's supposed to happen soon. Thank you. Yeah. I feel it. Yeah, me too. I have my Honestly, first, I can see the first meeting in January. Yeah, no, blessings to that. A dream. And I think that, like, what really just, like, amazes me is I'm just so big on, like, authenticity and, like, passion overall. And I just really feel like that's where a lot of your support comes from, from, like, outside communities. And mm-hmm. I really hope, and you probably do, but I hope you know, like, one of the reasons of why people are probably so adamant to just like throw their support or their time and their energy towards you is because it's like the infectious energy that you naturally give off and I don't think that like you even think about it which is I think is like the best type of energy too kind of like how we were talking off camera a little bit like some people like entrepreneurship there's nothing wrong with like for-profit companies and like commercial companies at all Mm -hmm. I understand that but I think that you literally started with a pain point or a a way to bridge the gap between like what's currently on the market and like what there isn't to help people and I think that like that genuine interest is just like what is going to drive you throughout like this entire career so I think that you're already like thank you yeah so I just (laughs) wanted to say that I had to say that because it's just very like admirable to like hear you speak so passionately about something that you created or something that you kind of like wanted to like help others yeah. so that's really cool yeah i'm really big on like the impacting like yeah. the impact of gently that it has yeah um on not only our customers but like even our like suppliers like as i try to also like we also have a gently give back programs but really? um like uh yeah yeah so dr david knoff he was a horticulture professor that helped me on my first project so i give back to his fund at okay. uga yeah um, that's really and then also we give like soaps that kind of get like a little bit, you know, misshapen in like the soap making process yeah. to um, like domestic violence and sexual violence shelters. Okay. Uh, wow. So yeah, so that's, that's great. Yeah. So try that. to do that like impact in that way. Yeah. Um, but also just like as I continue to be on national stages and platforms, I really want to amplify the hard work of the agricultural industry and especially okay. like black farmers yeah like echoing kind of like my grandparents and with yeah. everything that they put in with they <gasps> is that yeah the yeah yeah that's gonna wow there. y'all can't so, yeah. really see the grandparents yeah, you'll but have to do a little... <laughs> i was about to say a little panorama yeah. at some point but yeah no the so. studio looks amazing it's beautiful i love the vibrant energy yeah. in the room Thank you, thank you, thank you. It's not even done. I have to, like, I'm going to frame all the little articles and stuff that was oh, there, like, like, like Oprah, Reese oh, Witherspoon, wow. stuff yeah. like that. Like, yeah. Okay, dang. Yeah, That's really walls. nice. Thank I have to come back at some point. Yeah, and I was trying to get it set up before you came. No, it it's didn't happen. Three. <laughs> 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 it's three million percent. Okay, this is great, though. Um, 
Okay, cool. Um, I guess one of my questions, and we talked about this a little bit, but, and if you have anything else to add, if not, then that's okay. But it was kind of like, what challenges slash struggles have you had um, throughout this process? And I know we talked a little bit about it. And what advice do you have to current and or future product entrepreneurs? Mm, I think my biggest struggle that I've had to like overcome in uh-huh. this entire thing is I am not sales driven. Mm. Um, okay. I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, wow. like, that's so, very interesting. Yeah, actually. I think. Wow. I've I've learned how to restructure it. So one of my okay. friends, Matthew, he is a UG entrepreneur as well. Okay. Um, but he's very sales driven. Yeah. And I am not. So right. what I've had to do, especially in like you're like these impact, ex- impact, yeah, like impact. tech stars and all these accelerator programs that I'm yeah. in or have done, um, they're all like, okay, how can we get you from selling two to three bar soaps a day on Amazon to 20 to 30 bar soaps a day? And I'm just like, cool. But I've had to restructure that goal and be like, how can I impact, go from impacting like two to three people a day to 20 to 30? Because then I'm more driven. I'm like, oh, I can help more people. Oh, I see. So I have had to restructure it so that way I'm actually like striving to do this. But it took me like two years to figure that out. Okay. Because... Especially like Jim Flannery is mm-hmm. um, a faculty member at uh, UJ Entrepreneurship and he is very sales driven and was talking to me in a very sales driven way. Yeah. And I would just be like, cool. Okay. He was like, you need to sell at least $300 today. And I'd be like, cool. And I would just like not do it. Yeah. Because it's like, I'm that's like, not where. I'm like, I'm not doing this for money. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm then, trying to help people. Yeah. Like but yeah. then Bob, he was like, okay. Like he helped me like digest it and he was like, okay, well, $300 is, like, what, like, 30 bar soaps? So he's, like, how can you give, like, how can you sell to 30, like, people who are suffering with eczema who may really need a, like, solution? How can you help them? How can you increase your reach? Yes, yes. And, like, so thinking about things and, like, like, how can I help more households across America yeah. face this problem yeah. has like completely shifted yeah. everything. Like I'm so much more goal driven now because okay. I'm like, Oh, it, like the goal next year is not to make $2.5 million in sales. It's yeah. to help 2.5 million households yeah. and like okay. hear their stories yeah. and get their feedback yeah. and to create a larger conversation around yeah. eczema and um, skin conditions as a whole yeah. and like grow that. And that, has helped a lot. Wow. That's been my biggest thing. I so love that. understanding yourself and like understanding your personality mm. and like what drives you and creating goals around what drives you rather yeah. than what society or like external pressures may be like forcing you to do. Right. Because like everyone wants me to be a multi million dollar business. Right. That's cool. Right. But that's not that's not where the intrinsic passion of kind of like how you even exactly. got to like yeah. where you are now. Yeah, I'm like that would be a great bonus and right. accomplishment. No, for sure. But I'm like, I'm yeah. like at the end of the day, like I just want to make soap and help people. Right, the fulfillment that you get from that. Yeah. Wow. So I love that. Thanks. That makes so much sense, and I mean, like even for myself, I didn't even think about that. Just kind of like how there's always a way to like perceive, like I guess the commonality of like goals or desires or wants from like your lens and perspective too right yeah yeah so that's been that's like my biggest piece of advice understand yourself and create goals around that helps you stay on target understand yourself and create goals from that that helps you stay on target or it's even like the marathon thing like i'm not 
Like, the goal, like, anytime I'm trying to set goals to lose weight, like, yeah. that's not happening. Yeah, that, that's not where you're most Yeah, I'm like, yeah. all right. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, like, give up. So, But I'm like, I'm making goals to, like, get medals. Yeah. I'm making goals. Okay. Like, if I run three races, I'll buy myself Power Beats Pro. Yeah. I'll buy myself Gymshark. Like, those are the kind oh, of things like, I'm like. Yeah, it's like, oh, it's like, too. I get to do, like, or I'm making goals to become a well-balanced human within yeah. my life. Like, yeah. those are things that I'm like, oh. I can do that. Yeah. I really want another medal, so yeah. I'll go and do stuff. I love that. So, yeah. Wow. That's where I, like, that one little tidbit has restructured a lot of my thinking my entire life. In your entire life. Mm-hmm. Love that. Thanks. Yeah, you're welcome. Wow. <laughs> Helping me a lot here, too. Like, I keep saying things because, like, the perspective is really, like, that's amazing. Um, what, if any, differences have you noticed in your relationships since receiving national attention, like for your efforts, has mm-hmm. that been like positive? Has that been challenging? Has it been a little bit of both? Or like, have you not thought about it? Like what kind of like is the logic and mindset of how since gently has gone to a new platform? How does that look for your relationships entirely? Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I would say it has allowed me to find the strength in the relationships that I've already had. Okay. Like, there are people like Haley, Alyssa, Jared, that I've known, Elkanisha, like, that I've known since, Mm. like, I was so young. Right. That have been my eternal rock through, like, these types of things. And then there are relationships that are newer that have also just been, like, shown how strong they are like even like they're newer in my life like Nafia like she came like every single day like almost like every Friday when she was off to come and help and those are the types of things of like I was really in a crisis anxiety driven mode for the last couple months and I was like literally just asking literally anyone from help and there are people who I thought were super supportive or have like a really good friendship that like didn't show up like I didn't hear from them Um, And then, like, there's the flip side of, like, the people that were at my very first farmer's market. Yeah. Like, of course they're coming. And I know I can rely on those people. So, I feel like there's, like, those sayings about, you know, like, people turn different or whatever. Like, when money is involved, your relationships shift. And I think there is, that is true. But also, like, what I've seen most is, like, how strong, like, the people and my in my life and my community is and how much they truly want to support me like even my mom's friends like answering emails from me because I literally just couldn't stand to go through the inbox and stuff like that so yeah I mean there's also like the flip side of like people popping up from like high school that I've never really talked to yeah um like asking me questions or you know trying to use like get advice on things which is fine right um and then there's also people from high school who are truly, like, like actually purchased a product to support. Because yeah. they're like, oh, I used to know her. Yeah. When, you know? Yeah. So, it's it's different. Okay. I think the biggest navigating struggle that I'm facing right now yeah. is, like, dating. Okay. With mm. now all these, like, newer accolades yeah, that I've, yeah, like, yeah. been... Like, I'm, I'm very much Googleable. Is that the right? Yeah. Googleable. Now, so it's like, even if I, like, tell someone that I've just met, that's like, oh, my name's Kristen, and I own a soap company. Literally, yeah. if you Google Kristen Soap Company, it's I, gonna pop I pop up. up. Yeah, famous. And, yeah. yeah, so that's been, like, a thing. And it's also, like, 
I'm very traditional in the role that I want to play in relationships. Okay. So, um, like, I want men to pay, even yeah. though I may make more mm, than them. I see what um, you're like, especially like first dates and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, as far as and it's like finding, I'm like holding space for a man who wants to support me and cheerlead me on in yeah. like this new stage of life that I'm in. Yeah. And that's been like really fun, but also I would love someone who's like ambitious in their own world. Yeah. Um so yeah, so that is all something that I'm learning to navigate yeah. and hope to have figured out within the next 2 to 3 years. Yeah. But I'm not like putting a whole bunch of pressure on it because I think entrepreneurship in general has me meeting a lot of different individuals like oh, at once. Yeah. Um so it's been great because I get to learn more about myself and what I may like or what I might not like. Right. Um, but I think the biggest thing that I'm just like obsessed with in my life is like these new friendships and how gently has just like allowed me to reconnect with old friends and new friends in a different way that you wouldn't really like get to see like yeah. in a different life unless like something terrible happens right. and like who mm, really supports yeah. you but this is but, like something so positive. positive wow yeah like and something positive is happening yeah. it's like who is really supporting That's me outside in this outside of the traditional norms of maybe like a wedding yeah or potentially a birthday yeah or unfortunately like funerals and yeah. some situations like this is another one yeah. of those communities and outlets exactly wow. yeah like i feel like in college like unless you're going through like a depressive struggle or something yeah. like you can't really there's not really a way to say like oh who's really gonna be there for me right but it's like i blew up overnight and i had thousands and thousands and thousands of orders to do yeah. and i literally was like i don't have time for friendships like if you're my mm. friend and you want to see me this is where i am like, right that, like and there was no, there that, were friends that yeah. were coming here like just to have conversations with me. It's like right, just I can box a couple soaps and we can just catch up. Yeah. And that alone has like been super helpful in like navigating like friendships as like a mid twenties. I love that. Yeah. No, that's also yeah. another great piece of advice too, just like in friendships in general, because I know that like I've just heard from other friends and even like some of the friendships like that I've experienced as well, like Navigating that post-college era of mm -hmm. people who do typically have full-time roles, whether that's entrepreneurs or jobs and, like, other, like, balances in their life, trying to navigate, like, how am I going to see my friends? But, like, maybe, like, sacrificing in some situations of, like, coming into their system or into their world and still being able to, like, collaborate together, like, how your friends come here to, like, talk to you while boxing things up if yeah. they really want to, like, not if they really want to, but, like, just to spend time, time in yeah. that area. Just to yeah. spend time. Because, like, I'm here 24-7. Right. Especially the last couple weeks. Like, our last couple months. Yeah. Like, last two weeks, I've gotten a lot more time. Like, I'm, like, let's go to dinner. Like, I'm trying to, like, actually schedule, like, actual things yeah, now. Yeah, outside of, yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. But for the last couple months, it's been, like, this is where I am. Right. And this they know, is what And they is. know where your heart is. It's yeah. not like I'm here trying yeah. to avoid you. It's exactly. like I'm here trying yeah. to fulfill yeah. this. Yeah. And I was like, I will buy you dinner. Right. But it got we gotta eat here. We're gonna eat here. <laughs> yeah, this exactly. is HQ. Yes. We got here. <laughs> so yeah. Oh, I love exactly. that. Yeah. And then if it's about spending time with you, then I feel like if they understand that, then that should flow. Yeah. Hopefully naturally. Exactly. Okay. Cool. So, yeah. Love that. Okay. I have two more questions left. Yeah, you're good. Um, I'm enjoying this. Thank you. Me too. My second and last question is: If your life experiences were summed into a book title, what would the name of the book be? Mm. And what would the cover? look like Ooh, okay the cover would definitely be like some type of floral as soon as i asked that i started looking around I was like, hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah flowers i can see that very um, vibrant everything okay but the title yes 
And not even just gently so or yeah. entrepreneurship. This is more like Kristen. Because I feel like I or you, we're the only person who knows or feels everything of our life experiences. Like, yes, we have, like, you know, family or friends or close friends, but like, I feel like you're the only person who knows every single, like, emotion or thought or feeling or, like, every journey. So, like, with that being said, what do you feel is your book title in up to this stage of life? Yeah. Yeah. I would say... I don't know, the, like, letter P is, like, in my mind right now. I would be, like, how, like, a passion for plants turned into a purpose-driven brand. Okay. Passion for plants turned into a purpose-driven brand. The letter P. Okay. Yeah. 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 So a nice little book, very vibrant book cover or, like, bookshelf with, like, a P, alliteration type of mindset. Yeah, Candace, she has a book, and it's, like, how she turned her passion into profit. Okay. And it's a really good book. It's called, uh... Sweet Success. Sweet Success yeah. by Candice. By Candice Nelson. And so, yeah, something that she always said that she would love to do for me, too, because she's, like, she's really big on personal brand as well as, like, your brand. Yeah. Like, Gently Soap and then my personal brand. She's big on keeping those. No, like, just, like, advancing both of them. Okay, yeah. So she was, okay, like, she yeah, was, yeah. I would love to help you write a book at some, or, like, yeah. publish a book at some point. I would love to, like, help you. That's so nice. Yeah, like, one of the interviews I have coming up, like, with BuzzFeed is, like, about just, like, running a plant-based business. Yeah. Um, so, just, like, asking more questions about me as a person rather than people interviewing me to find things out about Gently. Yeah. So, yeah. that's really cool. Um, that's amazing, actually. And, like, separating the two is actually something I have struggled with. So, okay. yeah, I'm, like, enjoying, like, these separations that she's, like... Asking still, me questions about yeah. yeah. To start thinking about so, yeah. That. Something like that. Like passion for plants. Okay, cool. Purpose. I feel like those are like my words. So. Maybe you'll remember this kind of like when Candace had that journey. <laughs> yeah, like, I'll be like, Chris, actually. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of like had the brains turning or something like this. That yeah. there, like a little entry. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, okay, that's amazing. And then, um, yeah, my last question for you is... If the listeners could take one nugget from this episode, or if there's just one thing that you want them to remember from our conversation, mm-hmm. what would that be? Your dream is more within reach than you think it is. Okay. And there uh-huh. will be a lot of naysayers, like like different people in your life, and sometimes didn't happen for me all the time, but okay. within your own household that yeah. may not believe in you. Or, you know, yeah. within your, like, close-knit close knit group of friends. Yeah. Um, but if you are truly destined and, like, it's instilled within you to do that, yeah. like, whatever that might be, right. like, it will happen. It will. And it will happen so much faster than you think it will. Because I had, like, these goals, like, Shark Tank and stuff, yeah. like, written on my vision board for, like, 2025 and 2026. Wow. So, to be sitting here, like, in year three of my business, yeah. closing out year three anyway, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> yeah, um, and, like, to be checking those things off, it's crazy. Like, I have to create another vision board, because I only got one more thing Dang, on there. On there. Wow. And that's really good. Yeah, that I said needed to happen by 2025 to, like, make this a real business. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's it's definitely so much more within reach than you really think it is. Okay, sounds good. Thank you for that. It's definitely yeah. more in reach than you think it is if it's destined to be. 
you have that intrinsic motivation. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I just want to end it out by at least me saying thank you so much for talking to me. Um, I learned a lot. It was honestly really fun, cool, like hearing your story, to be mm-hmm. honest. I was about to say cool hearing your story and just like how like nice and sweet you are with oh. the gently process and just like as a person. So like this has been like really, really cool, really fun and really like exciting for me to like talk to you and um i'm wishing you all of the success for like your future vision boards the marathons for yeah. sure the disney i wish you success no i appreciate your, that and your, 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 a lot of the things we talked about before i don't know if you want them on <laughs> public social media nah, it's but okay, yeah. definitely but yeah no nah, i appreciate that and um i just look forward to like supporting you like up close and from afar whether that's social media or coming back by here um in the future so thank you yeah thank you oh my gosh yeah this is so fun yeah thank y'all for listening in and tuning in to another episode of peace of mind where we value our health our body and our time with chris and dennis and we're out this is the peace thank you guys yes that was great me in love that you cannot mix one is the joy that you cannot waste and the other one price that you cannot fix this that you cannot buy finding a way where you cannot see man with this system you cannot break